recorded live. Good afternoon and welcome to another day of Open Mic Broadcast Network showcasing the Rose Hill Christian Eagles. We have an exciting day of baseball. Rose Hill will be facing the visiting Bay Area Broncos. And we're ready to get started. They just won the National Anthem. I am Kendall Cobb, your host. Be with you for the duration of today's game. Looking forward for an exciting game between Rose Hill and the Bay Area. The teams have met before in the past. Rose Hill is coming off a successful 2016 campaign in which they won state champs. They the state championships in TAPS 2A. Um, and we're looking forward to a exciting game today. Starting off for, starting off today, including the instructions for this. Starting off today's game will be Caleb Cobb, the pitcher, double zero. The first batter for Bay Area will be Jacob Steele. He's number 10. And we're looking to get started. For today's today's open mic broadcast network of high school baseball, Goldfield versus Bay Area. Here's the first pitch. First pitch is a sharply hit ball. It's hit to, to the third baseman who smartly feels it and throws him out at first. So that's a nice six, five, three combination. Okay, so that's the first out. Again, that was a 5-3 combination. Ty Hermes to Ryan McWhorter. First pitch to the next batter is a strike. Up to Crispy. Crispy's the second batter for Bay Area. Next pitch is a Hit ball to hit foul. The count is 0 2. The count is 0 2. Again, you are listening to Open Mic Broadcast Network, bringing you live baseball, bringing sports and communities together, showcasing the student athlete. There's a next pitch to Grisby. He went to left field. Nice catch by. Mikey Joseph is the left fielder. He's a senior. So that's going to be out number two. Out number two for the second batter. Third batter coming to the plate now is number 33, the catcher, Matthew Smith. He's a, hitting in a three-hole for the Bay Area Broncos. Here's the pitch to Smith. Inside half of the plate for a strike. There are two outs. We are at the top of the first inning. You're listening to... Rose Hill Baseball on the Open Mic Broadcast Networks. Next pitch is a strike. He's ahead 0-2. There are no balls, two strikes, and two outs already in the first inning. This is the third batter for Bay Area. First batter was Jacob Steele, who grounded out to third. And the next batter after that was Christian Grisby, who hit a shot to left field, caught by number 34, Mikey Josiak. Cobb now has a one-two count, and there are two outs. There's a shot hit to third, to shortstop, good by the first, by the uh, shortstop to first for a nice six, 
three combination that's fielded by Will Hauser. Shout over to Ryan McWhorter for to retire the third batter. So the first three batters come up and they go down. We're in the middle of the first inning. Score zero zero. You're listening to Open Mic Broadcast Network live area radio showcasing the student-athlete bringing communities, faith, and families together. I'd like to definitely recognize our sponsors who are out here today to uh, support the Open Mic Broadcast Network. If you're interested in becoming a listening partner, you can con- you can contribute by going to www.k2rradio.com or you can go to www.obnradio.com. To become a listening partner, you can do so for as little as $6 a month or $72 for the year, or you can also become a full sponsor. Speaking of sponsors, I'd like to recognize our sponsors today. First is Lone Star Tomball. Lone Star College Tomball offers a higher education opportunities for everyone. Transfer classes will save you money as you work towards your bachelor's degree, or we offer workplace training in a variety of exciting fields. Check out your options at www.lonestar.edu forward slash Tomball. Lone Star College Tomball, it's about you. Also, we'd like to recognize Edmonds Insurance Agency. Edmonds Insurance Agency is located at 1202 Alliance Street in wonderful Waller, Texas, 77484. You can reach Edmonds at 1-800-372-9122. That's 1-800-372-9122. Edmonds Insurance Agency. Yeah, I believe we're ready to resume play. The first batter for Rose Hill is double zero, Caleb Cobb. And the pitcher on the mound for the Bay Area Broncos is number one, Jackson Collins. First pitch from Collins is a ball. Here's the next pitch. Outside of half of the plate for a strike. Evens the count at one and one. Collins is a left-hand pitcher. Cobb is a switch hitter, so he's batting from the right half of the plate. He shows front, pulls back, falls a little high for a 2-1 count. Oh. Oh, right. Or two one count. So we are now looking for the third pitch. The count the score is zero zero. And that next pitch is a strike. So it's a call strike or brings count even two two. And the Bayer Broncos look ready in the field. Here's the next pitch. It is an outside pitch for a ball, it brings the count full, three balls, two strikes. There is no score, and we are in the bottom of the first inning. This is the first batter for Rose Hill. His next pitch is fouled back over the screen into the goat field, <laughs> the old goat field. Rose Hill is situated in a residential area, and we have a neighbor who has goat. So any ball that's hit over the right half of the field goes into the goat field. So here's the next pitch from Collins, Cobb, and Delivers a strike. Strikes him out looking. Nice pitch. Frozen. So that's the first out for the for the Bay Area Broncos. Next batter 
is number six, Ryan McWhorter, first baseman for Rose Hill. He's a junior. And we're looking to see what we have from Mr. Collins. His first pitch to McWhorter is a strike. So Collins is throwing strikes. We have a multitude of players. Oh, here's a hit by McWhorter. It's a, it's a ball that's hit high into the field. The second baseman called for it, but dropped it. So McWhorter does get on base. With a blooper. So we asked uh, we asked the uh, Rosehill players a variety of questions, and McWhorter, who just hit that blooper, we asked him what his favorite book was. He said, "The Killer Mockingbird." So he's quite the well-read young man, and he's uh, now on first base, looking to get to second. Next batter is the catcher, number forty-two, Cliff Manning, and he is a junior as well. And we are looking to get Rose Hill on the board for you Rose Hill fans. For you Broncos fans, are looking to get out number, out number two as the first batter did strike out. Pitch to Manning, bounces over the catcher's foot, and McWhorter safely goes to second base. He is in scoring position. Oh, really? Uh, now we have Cliff Manning up the bat, and his favorite book is – the Art of War by Sun Tzu. So he's quite the quite the battler. So we have Cliff Manning here. Ready for, uh, he gets a pitch that's a curve, and he fouls it just beyond the fence. So, again, the Rose Hill players are well-read. We're looking for, uh, looking for some productivity on the field. So Manning is taking his next pitch. We have McWhorter on second. He... Pitches right over the plate. He fouls it back towards the screen. Manny's been playing uh, baseball since he was five years old, and he is now 16, 17. He's now 17, so he's got a little 12-year run on baseball, and it shows his skill level. The pitcher now, Collins looks back at the base runner, and uh, now there's a shot back with Manny straight up the middle, and McGuire looks like he's going to score, folks. He's around in third. He's going to come home safely for a slide into home over the bat. Be careful. On, do not twist your ankle. McWhorter does score. Manning gets the first safely. So he hit it straight up the middle. And that's now going to be a one run in for the Eagles. So McWhorter is in safely at home. Manning has now gone on to first. And he's now taking his lead. He's a left-hand pitcher, so he has to be careful. Collins does pitch left. So, again, the pickoff move is very tricky. So the first pitch to the batter now is Will Hauser. First pitch to Hauser, foul back strike. 1-0-1 count. And again, we're going to go down our lineup. Here's a pickoff move to first base. Again, left-hand pitchers have the advantage of picking people off on the right, on the right-hand uh, side of the field. Will Hauser, he's a freshman with Rose Hills. So it was a 2020 grand. I think he just hit a home run, folks. That ball is deep. It is over the left field. It's to the fence. Freshman hits a shot to the fence. That's going to take Manning to third base, and the freshman is going to second for a double. A nice double. I thought that ball was gone, folks. It was a well-hit ball towards the scoreboard fell just in front of the uh, 
bench to throw to third was overthrown, so everyone gets advanced in the base. So Cliff Manning scores, and Howser, the freshman, goes to third. So he overthrows the ball, went to the dugout. So everyone advances the base. So now we have our next batter, Mikey Josiak. He's a senior. He's a left fielder for Rose Hill. And Rose Hill now enjoys a 2 nothing lead. So, we have the next pitch. Strike right down the middle of the Josiette. And count one no balls, one strike. There is one out. Next pitch is also a strike. Collins is definitely dealing. The lefty has his groove working. Strikes, fastballs, curves. I even seen the change up. There's a shot right back up the middle in the center field by Josiak. He's going to score Hauser. So Josiak hits one right back up the middle. So it looks like everybody is locked in on Collins. Joseph Durant. Next batter is going to be Junior, Joseph Duran. He is number eight, and Duran is playing in right in left field today. So he is now facing the lefty. He is batting right. We have uh, Josiak on first, and he just kind of tried to pick off move. Josiak goes back standing up. Now we have. Duran back in the box. Collins eyes his batter and delivers an outside pitch for one oh count. We have the uh Broncos wearing their dark blue tops with red and white lettering, white pants, roll seals in their traditional home gear, which are white hats, white jerseys, white pants. There's a bunt by Duran. Ball thrown to first and it looks as though it looks as though that ball was thrown high, pulling the first baseman up in the air, and Durant touches the base in the meantime. So he gets there safely. The, the, the ball was back to the pitcher, and the pitcher fielded it, but when you made his throw, he threw it high, and the first baseman had to jump to field the ball, and in doing so, Durant touches the base in the meantime. Coach uh, for Bayer now wants to converse with his infield. And the batter, the next batter for Roseville, which would be Jacob Phillip. I'm sorry, would be Blake Williams, followed by Jacob Phillip, are conversing with their head coach, Robert Cooper. So we have we have a break in the action right now, folks. I'd like to also recognize another sponsor, that's Larry's Automotive. Larry's Automotive is located at 30540 FM1488 in wonderful Waller, Texas. Larry's Automotive is a full-service automotive shop with fast service and reasonable pricing. Larry's Automotive has 24-hour pricing, a 24-hour towing, and can be reached at 936-931-5566. That's 936-931-5566. Larry's Automotive. Now, our next batter is, again... Blake Williams, the senior. Blake is playing. Blake is playing the right field position today. So we have, so far, 
no balls and two strikes. Paul Williams, there's a runner at first and a runner at second. Joe's react reached on a hit right back up the middle to to get on base, and he advanced to second. Joseph Duran laid on a bunt that was a thrown error by the pitcher, which got him safely to first. So Duran's on first, Joseph's on second. In the batter's box is number five, Blake Williams, and the count is one and two now. That ball got away from the catcher, but the runners remain put. So now we have the pitcher eyeing. There's a shot by Williams to third base. Third baseman smiley touches third, and he shoots over the first for the double play. And that is that is a successful double play, folks. So third baseman um, Josh Rasco fills the ball. Smiley touches his base, and he shoots it over to the first baseman, which is Caden Hunt, for the double play. So Barry makes a nice six, excuse me, five three double play, and we'll now. Get ready to go into our second inning. I'd like to recognize another sponsor, that's Attorney Lee Van Richardson. Alert Attorney Lee Van Richardson is located at 1047 Austin Street in Hempstead, Texas. You reach Attorney Richardson at 979-826-8006. That's 979-826-8006. Attorney Lee Van Richardson. Call Attorney Lee Van Richardson for your legal needs. Also, Gunderson's Bookkeeping. Gunnison's Bookkeeping is located at 40644 Business Highway 290 in wonderful Waller, Texas. Zip code 77484. You can call Gunderson's at 936-372-2661. That's 936-372-2661. Gunderson's Bookkeeping. We are coming to you live on the Open Broadcast Network. Open Mic Network. And we are at Rose Hill Christian School. Is overcast skies and temperatures are roughly 68 degrees. We're in, we're into our ball game. We're starting off the top of the second inning. Rose Hill did score three runs in the bottom of the first. The next batter for for the uh, Bay Area Broncos would be the shortstop number nine, Daniel Hopper. He's, he's their lead. He's their uh, cleanup hitter. So, looking for a little power from this batter. Here's the first pitch for him. And it is a strike. So, we have a 0-1 count. We are, again, top of the second inning. Next pitch is also inside, but is also a strike inside half of the plate. So, the pitcher is ahead 0-2. Clean up batter hopper. I guess looking for a pitch he likes. Rose Hill again is taking their position defensively, and they are wearing their all-white uniforms. We have Cobb on the mound. We have Manning catching. And we have on first base, Ryan McWhorter, second base. We have Jacob Phillips. The third baseman is Ty Hermes. Shortstop, Will Hauser. Left field, we have... Joseph Duran, center field, we have Mikey Joseph. Here's a, a chopper hit to Will Hauser, who fills it cleanly and gets that, that's a fast runner, gets that ball cleanly. So Hauser goes ahead and throws it to, to McWhorter for the out. That, that throw was backed up by the catcher. 
and we have our first out with second inning. Going back to the Rosehill defense, we have Josviak in center, and in right field we have Blake Williams. So this now we have a left-hand batter facing the righty Cobb, and the first pitch is a strike. Number eight is the batter. That is Cameron Ball, who's playing second base for the Broncos today. And here's the next pitch. It's a hit to first base. Ryan McWhorter fills it cleanly, weighs off his pitcher, tags the base safely for an out. They're throwing around the horn. So we now have two outs and the number six batter. Six hole, number two, Josh Rasco. Rasco plays third base for the Broncos. He's now facing righty on righty. First pitch is a shot to third base. Hermie steals it and throws it over to, wow, throws it over to McWhorter, who squats down and digs that out, and that is one, two, three, twice over. So Rose Hill has now retired the first six batters for Bay Area, and we are looking to go into the bottom of the second inning. Score is 3-0 Rose Hill. I take this time to recognize Trinity Christian Learning Center. Trinity Christian Learning Center is located at 2903 Boyce, New York, and uh, Walla, wonderful Walla, Texas. Trinity can be reached at 936-372-8292. That's 936-372-8292. Trinity Learning, Christian Learning Center, where love and learning connects. i also like to recognize Temple of Refuge Ministries. Temple of Refuge Ministries. Is located at 45372 Old Highway 290 in beautiful Prairie View, Texas. Go to www.kqlradio.com for more information. Again, Temple of Refuge Ministries. Also, we have we have Garland we have Garland Harris Jr. Realtor. Oh, new picture. Uh, Garland Harris Jr. Realtor. He's part of the Keller Williams Metropolitan Family. Home office of 5050 West Hampton Road in Suite 200 in Houston, 77056. You can reach Garland Harris Jr. Realtor at his office number, 713-621-8001, extension 2464. That's 713-621-8001, extension 2464. Garland Harris Jr. Realtor. Again, you're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. You become a listening partner with Open Mic Broadcast Network by and help support our local and regional high school and collegiate talent. Go to our members. Go to our website www.obnradio.com or www.k2rradio.com and become a subscriber or a full listening partner with a donation of seventy-two dollars a year. Okay, the next batter for Rose Hill is Jacob Phillip. First pitch to Phillip was a strike, and he bunted the ball back towards the pitcher. And the pitcher fielded that? The catcher. The catcher fielded that and threw it, throws him out. So that's the first out for for the uh, Broncos. Coming to bat now is number nine, batting in the nine hole. It's going to be Ty Hermes. Ty is a sophomore. He's playing currently playing third for Rose Hill. And he shows bunt for the first pitch from Collins. From, oh, he slashes. He now pulls back and shoots it to the shortstop who 
who throws it over and throws it too late, so that's going to be an error. So Hermes does reach base safely. Good job by Hermes. So we now have next batter is going to be leadoff, Caleb Cobb, who's now on the left hand of plate, side of the plate. We have a right-hand pitcher, and we are going to see if he can move Hermes around. Pitcher eyes the base runner, throws his first pitch, and it's a shot hit by Cobb over first base. is fair, and that's going to get Hermes to second base and Cobb to first. So, advance to the players. So, that was the first pitch, and now we have big Ryan McWhorter coming in to make a difference at uh, – See if he can move his runners from first and second to home and home. So we now have McWhorter. The center fielder is scooting back to – oh, that's a great shot by McWhorter to right center. That's going to drop, and it looks like Les Hermes is going to score. Cobb is going to be held. Nope, everyone's held up. Everyone got held up. So it's a nice hit by McWhorter to right center, but it, they quickly got the ball in, so bases now are loaded. I thought Hermes going around the corner to get home, but Coach Cooper decided differently. So now we have McWhorter on first with a nice hit to the outfield. Cobb on second, Hermes on third, and we have Big Cliff Manning coming up to base, up to bat, and he has bases loaded. Here's a great opportunity to bring in some runs, and here we go. A shot is to right field. It might be a uh, ghost foul. Looks like that was on the drop, folks, for a base clearing triple, but it goes foul. So first, the count now is no balls, one strike. There is one out. We have bases loaded. The catcher, Cliff Manning, is in the batter's box. And here's the next pitch. And it's a shot over the pitcher's hand to center field. And that's going to score Hermes. And Cobb is going to round third. And now it's safe to go back to, go back to third. So nice hit by Manning over the pitcher's head. Drops in the side of the center fielder. Brings in a run. That's going to be four runs, four rolls hills. And now that brings in – bases are still loaded. With Manning on first, McWhorter on second, Cobb on third. Batter now is freshman Will Hauser. He's been making some beautiful plays at shortstop and got a hit earlier. Here's his first pitch, and he hits it to third base. The third baseman shoots it home, and home drops it, and Cobb gets there safely. So everyone's safe, and um, third baseman feels it, throws it to the catcher. The catcher lazily reaches out and drops it. Instead of making the out, he drops it. In the meantime, got scores. So there is still one one out. There is an error on the catcher's part, and bases are loaded again. Mikey Josiak, the batter, senior, who's playing on center field today. First pitch to him is a low ball. Bases are loaded. House is on first. Manning on second. Ryan McWhorter on third. And we have Mikey Josiak in the batter's box, ready to bring his the teammates in. There are six hits for Rose Hill. Josiak hits it to third baseman, who now throws it home. He's thrown here by the third baseman. Ryan McWhorter scores safely. The third baseman throws it over the catcher's head to score Rose Hill again. So there's another error. And that's going to score another run. Bases are still loaded. We have Joseph Duran at batting. Josiak on first. Hauser on second. And Manning on third. First pitch to Duran is inside for a ball. So a series of errors by the Broncos. They're a much better team than this. They're having some trouble with uh, with their fielding. Here's a hit by Josie right back to the pitcher. 
the shortstop is going to tag. And while they're, while they're making the play a second, Hauser around third and goes home and scores. So, a little miscommunication by the shortstop and the second baseman. Somehow they don't make the out, and the the uh, runner scores. So now the score is seven to zero. Bottom of the second is Blake Williams batting. He first hit is over the screen. Back into the goal field. So there's a series of errors by the uh, Bay Area Broncos, which we're also taking advantage of. So we now have no balls, one strike. There are two outs. So there was a play at second. Okay, here's a shot by Williams. is shooting shallow. Third baseman calls for it. He and the shortstop pin forward, and they get the third out. So that does close out the second inning. Error riddle inning for Bay Area and now causes Rose Hill to get one more run. So the score now is Bay Area Broncos zero, Rose Hill Christian Eagles seven. We are now going to begin the beginning of third inning. And we're going to recognize our sponsors. Again, you are listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And to become a listening partner or sponsor, call 832-213-8824. That's 832-213-8824. Or visit our website at www.obnradio.com. That's www.obnradio.com or www.ktorradio.com. For as little as $6 a month or $72 a year, you can become a listening partner and help support the Open Mic Broadcast Network as it supports these athletes in and around the Houston metropolitan area. Waller, Hempstead, Magnolia, Cypress. And we are, we are coming to you live from the Rose Hill Christian Field where the Eagles are enjoying a 7-0 lead currently due to some field errors by the Broncos, and we are going to have our next batter for the Broncos up, and that is pitcher who started the game, Jackson Collins, will be the first batter to start the third inning. And the Rose Hill players are now gathering on the mound, and Collins takes his place in the box. And we're now ready to start this, start this game. Start this um, inning. The game has already begun. So here's the first pitch from Papa Collins, and it is going to be a strike on inside half the plate. The score is 8-0, not 7-0, folks. 8-0. So Rose Hill. Is that correct? Okay. Next pitch to Collins is a swing and a miss. So that's no balls, two strikes. And... The Broncos look to get on the board. First two innings, and there's a strikeout, folks. Caught him looking, so that's a strikeout. Now the man. We now have the next batter for the Broncos. Going to be the first baseman, number 12, Caden Hunt. 
He comes up to the base. He is a right-hand batter facing a right-hand pitch. And here's the first pitch. It is a strike right down the middle. Bears coming quite a distance from the other side. We are located northwest of downtown Houston. Okay, this shot is in a stretch. A hit by Hunt past the shortstop into the outfield. Solid hit. So Hunt gets on base with a nice single. There was, there was a diving attempt made by Will Hauser, but he was not able to get there. Just a well-hit ball, well-placed. Just to the right of the pitcher and just to the left of the second base. So we now have Stanford, Nick Stanford. Okay, so we now have number five, Luke Stanford, coming in to designate a hit. He's the DH for the Bay Broncos. He's going to try his hand. Bob looks back to Rare. He gets his pitch, and there's a, a check swing that's going to be fielded by the first baseman, McWhorter, who tags first. Hunt's going to advance on to second base, so that is going to be the second out. So looks as though Stanford thought about checking his swing, but he kind of came around and the ball careened off his back, went towards the first baseman, McWhorter, who smartly grabs it and just steps on the bag. Two outs. So now we have the back at the top of the lineup, the right fielder, number 10, Jacob Seal, is now the, at bat. Here's the first pitch to him. He's outside. We do have a base runner on second. That is Caden Hunt. And... The score is 8-0 to zero in Rose Hill's favor against the visiting Broncos of Bay Area. And here's the next pitch. It is a strike to the outside half of the plate. We're going to count even, 1-1. One, one. As I was stating earlier, we're located in Tomball, which is northwest of Houston. Bay Area is all the way down in Clear Lake near Johnson Space Center, so they're coming quite a distance to get up here. So... They made a long trip from Bayer up to Town Ball, and they tried to make it worth it. Now, next, next pitch for Cobb to uh, Steele is a strike. So it's one ball, two strikes. There are two outs. One ball, two strikes. There are two outs. And defense readies. Caden Hunt, the base runner, takes a lead, steps now back, and here's a shot from the from Steele to center field. Josiak tracks it down and catches it, makes a nice grab on the run. Mikey Josiak, the save cop, cop's uh, effort. So we have three outs, and we uh, complete the first half in the first inning, or the fourth inning. The first, I'm sorry. We're going into the bottom of the third, folks. My scoreboard is confusing me. We're in the bottom of the third inning. So we have an 8-0 lead, Rose Hill over the Bay Area Broncos. And it looks as though we have pitching for, for the Broncos is going to be number four, Christian Grisby. So Grisby started at center field. He's now pitching. Grisby's a lefty. So we're looking to see... A shutdown factor against the against the Eagles. Coming up to bat for Rose Hill will be number 15, Jacob Phillips. Jacob Phillips is a sophomore, and he's playing second base for Rose Hill. 
Again, we are looking to we're thanking you for your listenership, and we are appreciative of the fact you are taking time to tune us in on Internet Radio. The Open Mic Broadcast Network began in 2002. It was founded by Dr. Michael Prince with a focus on connecting families and communities through sports and programming as well as faith. As a result of those efforts by Dr. Prince, the Open Mic Broadcast Network was awarded the Media of Excellence Award in 2012 by the Texas Association of School Boards. You can visit us at www.obnradio.com and www.k2rradio.com or contact us at 832-213-8824. That's 832-213-8824. And there's an email address of OMB, Ocean Mary Boy Network, OMB Network at gmail.com. We're now going to resume play. We're now at the bottom of the third. And the new pitcher, Grisby, is pitching now to Jacob Phillip. First pitch is a strike. Call strike on the outside of the plate. Outer half of the plate, shall I say. So, oh, one count to Jacob Phillip. Grisby eyes his signal from the catcher. It's a next pitch is a swing and a miss for a second strike. 0-2 count. Grisby is a lefty. So the count is on two. There's there are no outs in this inning currently. We have Ty Hermes. And the next pitch is a swing and a miss for a strikeout. So Grisby records a strikeout. Coming to bat now is sophomore Ty Hermes. Hermes is playing third base for the Eagles. And he is at in the box. Grisby enjoys some success. Just now with the first strikeout, he's trying to make it two in a row against Hermes. Inside pitch is the ball. Looks like Grisby has a lot of command on his ball. And the catcher's definitely doing his part to frame those pitches. And that next pitch is a strike. So it's one ball, one strike. To Hermes. So across the scoreboard, we have one ball, one strike, one out. In the bottom of the third inning, Rose Hill is leading the visiting Broncos of Bay Area. Rose Hill is leading 8-0. Next pitch to Hermes is a swing and a miss for a second strike. So Grisby is definitely dealing on the mound. There's a 1-2 count. Next pitch to Hermes. Inside. Screens off the catcher's glove. The catcher for Bayer is Matthew Smith. He's receiving the ball from Grisby. Count is two balls, two strikes now. There is one out. Next pitch, outside and high to bring the count full. So first batter was struck out. Next batter, Hermes, is trying to battle to either get, a, get on base on balls or get a hit or he might strike out. And he, and he does, folks. That's a swing and a miss by Hermes, and that is a second strikeout by Grisby. Brings up the leadoff batter for today's game, Caleb Cobb, in the face to lefty Grisby, who's enjoyed two strikeouts thus far against his against the Rose Hill opponents. First pitch to Cobb is high and outside. 
and you look into see what happens in the in the batter's box and see what this pitcher does on the bump. Here's a shot. Cobb digs that one up, and it might drop in the right field. No, the second baseman goes out and smartly gets it, so that's going to retire the roll seal batters. And that closes out the third inning. Score is still roll seal eight, barrier Broncos zero. Roll seal is going to take the field again. And we want to definitely take this time again to recognize our sponsors. Without our sponsors, this would not be possible. And without you, the listener, this would not be possible. So, Lone Star College Soundball. Are you interested in working in the ever-growing healthcare field but not sure where to start? Visit www.lonestar.edu forward slash Tomball and check out our career training opportunities. You can you can take up surgical technology, pharmacy technology, nursing, and many more many many more majors. At Lone Star Tomball, Lone Star Tomball, it's about you. Also, we'd like to recognize Edmonds Insurance Agency. Edmonds Insurance Agency is located at 1202 Alliance Street in wonderful Waller, Texas, zip code 77484. You can reach Edmonds at 1-800-372-9122. That's 1-800-372-9122, Edmonds Insurance Agency. Also, Larry's Automotive. Larry's Automotive is located at 30540-FM-1488 in wonderful Waller, Texas, 77484. Larry's Automotive is a full-service auto shop with fast service and reasonable pricing. Larry's also offers 24-hour towing service. You can call Larry's at 936-931-5566. That's 936-931-5566. Larry's Automotive. Okay, we're now ready to begin the top of the – begin the uh, fourth inning as Rosehill warms up. Uh, they are enjoying a 8-0 lead over the Bay Area Broncos, but Bay Area has put a fireball pitcher on the mound, Grisby, who's doing his part to even the score. And coming up to bat now for the Bay Area Broncos will be number four. It's going to be Christian Grisby, the pitcher. So Grisby might be a switch hitter himself. So got Todd pitching to Grisby. Gob the right, so Grisby is on the left-hand setting left. And we're now ready to see come what may as these Broncos try and dig themselves out of a hole. First pitch is a strike. Again, we thank you for your listenership. We have people listening in the stands. We have people listening throughout the city of Houston. We even have people listening in Georgia. So we'd like to send a nice shout-out to Torque Fikes in Marietta, Georgia. So that next pitch from Cobb to Grisby is a strike. A little grumbling from the fans from Bay Area. County is 0-2. Next pitch is a ball. So we are in the in the top half of the fourth inning. This is the first batter for this inning. And the count is 1-2. Next pitch is a hit to the Pass the shortstop into the outfield for a hit, base hit. Nice hit by Grisby. Put him on base. Next batter will be the catcher, number 33, Matthew Smith. With his batting right, we have Grisby on base. We have Cliff Manning catching, Cobb is pitching. Holding the runner at first is Ryan McWhorter. 
and get your eyes as runner. Here's a pitch. It's going to be a steal. Manny makes a nice throw, and that Grisby is there safely. Quite a bit of speed there. That was a great throw by Manny on the, on the right side of the plate and fielded by the second baseman, Jacob Phillips. That was a successful steal by Grisby. So he puts him in scoring position. And Matthew Smith takes his next pitch, which is a ball. So he's doing two balls, no strikes. Grisby is on second base. There is no one holding him. He's going to have his full way. Here comes the shortstop. Hauser coming over to keep him on it. Next pitch to Smith is a shot to the shortstop, and it's going to be fielded cleanly. It's a throw over to first, and it's a little bit off the bag, and we have a we have a play at third. Nope, now it's going to go back. So the Grisby is going to remain at second. Smith makes it successfully to first. It was a nice play, nice try by Hauser. Throws a little off target. So we have a base runner on first, base runner on second. Next batter is number nine, who's a, who's a cleanup hitter, Daniel Hopper. He's a shortstop also for the Bay Area Broncos. He has two ducks on the pond, looking to bring them in. Here's the pitch. It's a shot to third base. Good about Hermes, who tagged third and shoots it over to first. Successfully. Great play by Hermes. Nice play by Hermes. He steps on the bag and he shoots it over to McWhorter for a double play. Nice play. So the umpires are going to have a conversation. Home up, let's talk to the field up. I don't know if there was a, maybe an interference call or something, but Great play by Hermes to uh, to McWhorter. Not sure if the home umpire is concerned about the running lane. Guess not. So we have two outs. Great double play by Hermes to McWhorter for a 6-3 double play. Next batter will be number eight, Cameron Ball. He's the second baseman for the Broncos. Left-hand batter or maybe a switch hitter. He's definitely batting on the left-hand side of the plate. And we still have... A runner at second, which would be Matthew Smith. First pitch is a strike. So there are two outs in this fourth inning. There is a, this looks as though the Bay Area coach wants to have a pinch runner for his catcher, Smith. So Smith's going to come off and rest his knees and get ready and gear up as there are two outs. And number seven. Peyton Deegan is going in as a pinch runner, taking his nice, healthy lead. Kyle buys him and delivers the pitch. It is a strike. So count now is 0-2. No balls, two strikes, two outs. Fourth inning. And we have, again, a pinch runner, Peyton Deegan, at second in scoring position. And what what Cameron Ball can do, he hits the ball just, well, he hits a foul, goes foul. Now remains 0-2. Ball steps back in the box. The runner takes his lead. No, there is no one holding. Shortstop, Hauser, and second baseman, Phillips are in the normal position. 
Looks like the infielders are, I mean, the outfielders are in a little bit. Probably not expecting a lot of pop from ball, but we'll see. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss for a strikeout. So that is that is successful strike num- strikeout number two, I believe. That's going to retire the batters for, for Bay Area, and we're going to now go to the middle of the fourth inning. And we'd like to take this time to, again, recognize our sponsors. Attorney Lee Van Richardson. Attorney Lee Van Richardson is located at 1047 Austin Street in Hempstead, Texas. You can call Attorney Richardson. Yes, water. At 979-826-8006. That's 979-826-8006. Call Attorney Lee Van Richardson for your legal needs. Also, Gunderson's Bookkeeping. Gunderson's Bookkeeping is located at 40644 Business Highway 290 in wonderful Waller, Texas, 77484 is the zip code. You can call Gunderson's at 936-372-2661, 936-372-2661. Gunderson's Bookkeeping. Also, we'd like to recognize Trinity Christian Learning Center. Trinity Christian Learning Center is located at 2903 Boys Day Arc in wonderful Waller, Texas. I phonetically spelled it out. Where Trinity Christian Learning Center can be reached at 936 936- Three seven two eight two nine two. That's nine three six. Thank you. Three seven two eight two nine two. Trinity Christian Learning Center, where love and learning connects. Also, Temple of Refuge Ministries. Temple of Refuge Ministries located is located at four five three seven two Old Highway two ninety in beautiful Prairie View, Texas. You can get more information at www.ktrradio.com. We're now ready to begin the the bottom half of the fourth inning. It's going to be number six, Brian McWhorter. He is the first baseman. He is a junior for Rose Hill. He also pitches for Rose Hill. He did a wonderful job recently, so we're looking forward to seeing more of that action. And first pitcher, McWhorter, is a... Foul that goes just beyond the field of play. So he gets another bat. Ryan bats right. We ask him his hobbies. He says hobbies are skiing, movies, and working out. We also ask Ryan, as we are a Christian school, we ask Ryan his favorite Bible verse. He says his favorite Bible verse is Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, because when you go through hard times, God is with me. So he talks about how he's encouraged by that verse. We have two balls and one strike, two big order. The pitcher is number 13, Bradley Barnes. And the next shot to big order is a pop-up. It's fielded by the pitcher. No, it's going to be fielded by the catcher, who makes a successful catch. So that's going to be the first out. That's going to retire big order. And now it's going to bring up. Our catcher, Cliff Manning. Manning's been playing since he was five years old. His hobbies are hiking, football, hunting, and fishing. A real outdoorsman. And we asked what his favorite movie would be. He lists Deadpool and We Were Soldiers. What team doesn't like Deadpool? <laughs> so... We have we have a man in the box. There are two balls, no strikes, one out. 
And here comes the next pitch from Barnes to Banning. Inside pitch for a call strike. That's going to even account at 2-2. Rose Hills enjoying a 8-0 lead currently on Bay Area, but they're efforting. Next pitch to Manning is a little high for a ball. So that is now going to uh, going to bring the count to looks to be Oh, it's going to be a – he takes his base on ball. So there were – Manning takes his base on ball. Next batter is Will Hauser. Hauser playing shortstop today. He's just a freshman. So we're going to get a – we're going to get a pinch runner for Hauser. That's going to be number 29, Stedman Goodman. Stetson Goodman is now going to pinch run for the catcher, Manning. Bringing up our batter, Will Hauser. Rouse Hauser is a right hand batter. He plays shortstop for this game, but he also pitches. He plays left left field. Where's jersey number three? When asked why he chose number three, he states he chose that number because it stands you should become a leader and leave that number on the field, meaning leave all your efforts on the field. So he definitely puts it all out there. Ask him his, when asked his favorite animal, he states, Hauser states, it's the tiger, because the tiger stands for pride. And this young man shows a lot of pride as he is representing Rose Hill well. There's a shot by Hauser to center, shallow center, shallow right center, and that ball is going to drop. So the, that play was going to, I thought was going to be made, but that ball dropped. The right footer laid out, did not make the catch, but that caused the runner to head back towards first, and he is called out of second as they throw the ball into second base for the second out. So, Stetson Goodman held up on his run to second because the ball looked to be caught by the right fielder. It was not caught. Right fielder just stood up and threw it to second base, getting Goodman out of second. There's a shot to – to uh, there's a pitch to Josviak now. He hits it to dead center for the third out. So, that's going to close out the fourth inning. Rose Hill, again, is enjoying an 8-0 lead. They're going to call Cobb back out to the mound for a fifth inning. And we're going to take the time again to talk about our sponsors. Garland Harris, Jr. Realtor. Garland Harris, Jr. is part of the Keller Williams Metropolitan Family. He has an office number of 713-621-8001, extension 2464. That's 713-621-8001, extension 2464. Garland Harris, Jr. Realtor, has a home office of 5050 Westheimer Road, Suite 200, in Houston, Texas, 77056. Garland Harris, Jr. Realtor. Again, you are listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, coming to you live from Tomball, Texas. We're at Rose Hill Christian School, looking at their beautiful field. Rose Hill is enjoying an 8-0 lead over the visiting Broncos of Bay Area, who travel at least an hour and a half to get from Bay Area up to Tomball. And we're experiencing an overcast day. Temperatures are about 70 degrees. Rose Hill Field is looking sharp, has the eagle. Eagles, uh, the word Eagles 
surrounding the home circle, and there are R's on the first baseline and third base line. Down the down the third base line is 305 to the fence. Down the first base line is 291. Straight dead center on this field is 387. So it's a deep center field, kind of shallow edges corners. So we are now in the top of the fifth inning. The batter now is number two, Josh Rasco. Rasco's playing third base for the Broncos today. He's ready to receive his first pitch from Cobb, and that pitch is a hit to left center. We've got Josiak calling. Josiak feels it smartly, calls his left fielder off, and that, that uh, young man is on his horse today, folks. He's making catches in right center, left center, dead center. Mikey Josiak offers a lot of support to his pitcher today. Next batter for the road, for the uh, Bay Area Broncos is number one, Jackson Collins. First pitch to Collins is a strike. Drops in. There's one out. Nice uh, fielding by Josviak, the senior, number 34. Next pitch to, to the batter is a ball. So Jackson Collins has one ball, one strike against him. There is one out. We are in the fifth inning of this game, coming to you live from Town Ball, Texas. Next pitch to Collins is a strike right down the middle. So that's going to be one ball, two strikes. Collins readies himself in the batter's box. Ready for the next pitch. Yes, protect. Anything close? Whoa, that pitch came inside and I guess curved through because he was he got rung up. It was there. It was there, folks. Our announcer announces it was there. That curve was there. So Cobb gets another strikeout. And we now have number twelve, Caden Hunt batting. He's the first baseman for the Broncos. There are two outs. Here's the first pitch. It's high. The Broncos are going to dig, try to dig, dig themselves out of a hole, as they are eight runs down. We are in the fifth inning of seven. That pitch was inside to Hunt, who jumps back. I was going to wear that for his teammates to get on base. But now the count is two balls, no strikes. Next pitch is fouled back to the screen, or actually fouled over the screen into the goal field. There's another ball for the goal field next to our wonderful Rose Hill field. Again, we are in a, re- a country residential area, so we have some neighbors who have some goats. Keep the grass mowed in the back and us entertained. Next pitch to uh, Hunt is a ball, so we have a three balls, one strike. There are two outs. We are in the fifth inning and looking to – and there's a walk. So there's a walk to number 12, Hunt. Bring up our next batter, number five, designated hitter, Luke Stanford. I believe last time Luke batted, he checks, did a check swing. They went to the first baseman with Werder, who just grabbed the ball and stepped on the bag smartly. So let's see what he does this time with a runner on. First pitch to Stanford is outside. Four balls. 
<laughs> so we have a base runner on due to base on balls, and we have Stanford, the batter. Here's a pitch from God. It's a foul back. Even counted one ball, one strike. There are two outs. We are in the fifth inning of this game here at Rose Hill. The wind is blowing in a northerly direction as our American flag is flying beautifully. And the the field umpire wants to have a conversation with the pitcher about switching out balls. Oh, did he? Okay, so yes, as though God did something that was not to his liking, so he's going to receive a new ball. And there's uh, Stanford raises himself in the box. Hunt takes his lead as a lead as, at first base, and here's the next pitch, and it is a strike. So it's one ball, two strikes. There is a first base runner who's being held by the first base, McWhorter. And there are two outs. So... We have the batter ready, himself in the box. Here's a pitch. No spit ball. There's a swing and a miss. Strikeout by Cobb to Sanford. So that's going to retire the Broncos batters. We're now in the middle of the fifth inning. We thank you for listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can become a listening partner with Open Mic Broadcast Network and help support our local and regional high school and college broadcast coverage. Our membership drive is currently running. Your annual donation of just $72 a year helps us provide game coverage for this broadcast and many others we provide exclusively on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Go online and make your donation today. Remember, you can become a listening partner also by calling 832-213-8824. That's 832-213-8824. Or go to our website, www.obnradio.com or www.ktrradio.com. You are listed live, Roseville Baseball, beautiful Tom Ball, Texas, breezy day, overcast, cloudy sky, and we have number nine now on the on the mound, that's going to be Daniel Hopper, right-hand pitcher. In the batter's box will be number eight for Rose Hill, Joseph Duran. And on deck will be the senior, number five, Blake Williams. So we're looking to see what we have with the the Rose Hill batters can add on to their lead. As Bayer, Bredenzel, catcher Smith throws down. And we're ready to go into the bottom of the fifth inning. Again, Rose Hill is enjoying a eight-run lead. And the pitcher, the pitcher Smith wants to have a conversation with his excuse me, the catcher Smith wants to have a conversation with his pitcher Hopper. They develop a strategy against Duran and the other Rose Hill batters. I listen to live high school baseball in Tom Ball, Texas. First pitch, Duran is a shot. He hits a, hits a foul. 
outside of the field of plays, down the right first baseline. The field umpire is giving Hopper, the pitcher, some instruction about his his attire on the mound. Looks like Hopper's coming out with sandpaper and some <laughs> some grease and lot no, no, just joking, folks. He's checking whatever's in his back pocket out and gives it to his teammate. And the umpire is satisfied now. So we're going to resume our play with Duran in the box. Next pitch to Duran is a swing and a miss. So the first pitch is fouled over. Next pitch is a swing and a miss. So looks like Hopper's dealing on the mound for the Broncos. 0-2 count. Next pitch is low and outside. So the Broncos are trying to get go one, two, three with the batters of Rose Hill, and that is number one of the one, two, three as Duran swings and misses. So that's one out for the Broncos, and that's the same out as against the Eagles. Now Smith, the catcher, wants to have another conversation with his pitcher. Yes, he's giving him pointers on how to pitch to each batter. We have number five, Blake Williams, in the batter's box. On deck, we have number 15, Jacob Phillips. And here's the first pitch from Hopper to Williams. Is a strike right down the middle. So I guess Smith's advice was taken to heart as Hopper gets ahead in the count. Next pitch is low and inside as Williams watches. We have one ball, one strike, one out. Bottom of the fifth inning. Next pitch is right down the middle for a strike. One ball, two strikes. The Broncos are dealing. Next pitch is a swing and a miss. So that one, two, three I just spoke of earlier, folks, is coming to fruition as the first two batters strike out. So we have Daniel Hopper on the mound getting strikes, strikeouts left and right. And the batter's box now is number 15, Jacob Phillip. There's a pitch. First pitch to Phillip is a strike. So Hopper is, is all business in the on the mound. Next pitch. Swing and a miss for a second strike. So Hopper is, has come to play. He has two strikeouts for his first two batters. Here's Jacob Phillip, third batter, who has two strikes against him already. Next pitch is foul to right field, outside of the field of play. On to the Rose Hills Talent Betting Facility, named in coach in memory of Coach Jason, the Talent Williams. So here's the next pitch, and it is a gets past the catcher. That's going to be a one-two count. One-two count against Phillip. Daniel Hopper's dealing up there, going high, low, outside. Here's the next pitch to Phillip, and it's fouled back onto the plate and bounces backwards. Hopper's ready to see if he can get this third out and go one, two, three with his pro-seal batters. Here's the pitch, and it's a hit by Jacob Phillips. High fly ball to the shortstop who feels it for the third out. 
So one, two, three batters for Rose Hill. So Hopper did his job, and we are now going to go into the sixth inning shortly. Again, you want to give a want to give a shout out? We offer a lot of shout outs. You want to offer give a shout out to anyone? We have the announcers. Uh, family up here, so I thought maybe they wanted to maybe shout out to some of their classmates or fellow parents, no? Okay. So we are in the press box high atop the uh, Rosehill Field. Field looks great. The grass is green. The sky is blue, although cloudy. And Rosehill is enjoying an 8-0 run lead over the Broncos of Bay Area. Two more opportunities for them to even the score surpassed. And we have we have the Broncos calling up to bat number ten, Jacob Steele, who's going to be their leadoff hitter anyway. So back at the top of the order for the Broncos. I'd like to recognize our sponsors, Lone Star College, Tom Ball, Lone Star College Tom Ball offers higher education opportunities for everyone. Transfer classes with Save you money as you work towards your bachelor's degree, or we offer workplace training in a variety of exciting fields. Check out your options at www.lonestar.edu forward slash Tomball. That's www.lonestar.edu forward slash Tomball. Lone Star Tomball, it's about you. Pick up the top of the six for the Bears. Now we're going to come to Jacob Steele. Number 10. Jacob Steele. Taking his place in the batter's box. The infield readies themselves, gets back in position. Rose Hill does have an 8-0 lead or 8-run lead over the Broncos. First pitch to Steele is a strike. Call it strike. This would be the Broncos... Second to last opportunity to make a deal. Here's a pitch. It's hit to hit in the hole between shortstop and third. That's a good hit by Steele. Goes between Hauser and Hermie. So the next batter is Christian Grisby, who's had some success. Grisby did a wonderful job, masterful job, actually pitching for the Broncos earlier in the game. He's now batting. Breaking himself in the batter's box. Now tries a pickoff move to McWhorter. Unsuccessful as the fish runner reaches back safely. Jacob still wasn't off the base that far. Then he slides back low and hard. So he made it back in time. Here's the next pitch to the batter. Hey, here's a shot. That might be a home run. Oh, no. Here's the, here's the fence, folks. That's a shot that the runner gets in, and we're going to score a run. That's going to score a run. So good hit. Very good hit by number four, Christian Grisby. He gets a double out of it. Brings in Jacob Steele for their Broncos' first run. And we now have an eight. One run, uh, eight to one 
score. Rizzi's back on second base now. Umpire gives him a fist bump. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, in the batter's box, we have the catcher for the Broncos, number 33, Matthew Smith. First pitch to Smith is a ball. No one's holding Grisby on second, so he takes a pretty healthy lead. So we have one base runner, one run in for the Broncos. Next pitch to Smith is a shot that's high. He goes to center field. Josiak calls everyone off, and he makes the catch. Okay, so that's going to be the first out for the Eagles at three. So Grizzly will remain at second as the ball was hit so shallow that the center field was only about 15 feet away from the base runner. So he wisely stays put. Next batter. This should be number nine, and he has a shot. He has a shot between uh, second and third, and that base runner is going to go. He's going to. Bridges is going to go from second to home, successfully. And number nine, Daniel Hopper gets on first. Number eight. Next batter will be number eight, Cameron Ball. So the bats are coming alive for the Broncos of Bay Area. They have two runs in now. There's only one out. And the coach is going to have a conversation with his pitcher. So while we let them converse, we're going to definitely take time to recognize some more sponsors. Temple of Refuge Ministries. Temple of Refuge Ministries is located at 45372 Old Highway 290 in beautiful Prairie View, Texas. You can get more information regarding service times and, lo- and, uh, and your location at www.ktrradio.com. www.ktorradio.com. Also, we'd like to recognize Trinity Christian Learning Center. Trinity Christian Learning Center is located at 2903 Boys Day Arc in wonderful Walla, Texas. They can be reached at 936-372. 8292-936-372-8292. Trinity Christian Learning Center, where love and learning connect. going to resume play now. Step into the batter's box is number eight, Cameron Ball. Cameron has a base runner. It's going to be Daniel Hopper at first. There is a one out. There's a pitch to Ball. Strike. Call strike. The Bear Broncos have cut into the lead. It was an 8-0. He is now 8-2. There is only one out. Let's see what Ball can do with the ball. Next pitch is a ball. And one ball, one strike, one out. We are in the sixth inning. Well, maybe these Bears have figured the pitcher out. I don't know. But they definitely have bats to come alive. A lot of hits back up the middle, and a lot of hits in the hole between third and short. Next pitch is a foul into the foul. So that's going to bring the count to one and two. Cameron Ball is playing second base when he plays defense for the Broncos. And we're now looking to 
Resume play. One ball, two strikes, one out. Top of the six. A2 Rosalie is a steal, and it's a nice throw by Manny, and that base runner reaches there safely. So now we have a runner in scoring position for the Broncos. And Ball, the batter, looking to knock him around. There are two balls, two strikes, only one out. The shortstop, Hauser, appears to watch the uh, watch the base runner. The pitch to Cameron Ball was an outside pitch, so now that brings the count four. Three balls, two strikes. The count is four. Three balls, two strikes, one out. Uh, sixth inning, top of sixth inning. Here's a pitch. Here's a hit to between the first and second baseman. Nice hit. That, that's going to score a run. And these are some well-placed hits now. Well-placed hits. So that's Cameron Ball getting on first. Who locks around Daniel Hopper. Next batter coming to the batter's box for the Bay Area Broncos is number seven, Peyton Deegan, who who has a runner on first base. Umpires are gathering themselves for the for the marking their scorecards for the substitution. Digging into substitution. So here is one out. We have Cameron Digging in the batter's box, and there is a base runner. And here's the first pitch to Deegan. It's going to be a hit to the row again. Another hit to be in the hole between second, between uh, the shortstop and third base. So I believe these batters have figured how about. There, there's another hit. And there seems to be some confusion on the field. Umpires are getting it together. Again, we want to thank you for listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, coming to you live from Town Ball, Texas, the beautiful Rose Hill Christian Field. And the sun is starting to peak out from between the overcast clouds. And up the bat is number one, Jackson Collins. He is he started off as a pitcher for this game. And I believe they're, they're into their fourth pitcher. Kyle's remain is a pitcher, only pitcher for Rose for this game, but we are in the sixth inning, and they are starting to hit him quite a bit. There's a shot again between second, between the shortstop and third. So all these hitters are hitting right in the hole between the shortstop and third. The bases are now loaded. The bases are now loaded. So the Broncos of Bayer now have three runs. There is only one out. They have bases loaded. Rose Hill did enjoy an 8-0 lead. It's now down to 8-3. Eight runs versus three runs. Bases are loaded for the Broncos. Up to bat. We have number two. Is that two? Number 12. We have number 12, Caden Hunt. First pitch is a swing and a strike. Uh, so a swing and a miss, so it's for a strike. So Caden Hunt is looking to add to the damage. 
as he has bases loaded, any hit will score quite a few runs. Next pitch is a strike outside half the plate. So it's an 0-2 count. There is one out. There's going to be a battle here between Cobb and Hunt. Either Hunt's going to get a hit and get some runners in, or he's going to get a strikeout, or maybe a ball. Oh, it, may hit. it was a ball. So the count now is one and two. There's only one out. Any double play would help Rose Hill. Any hit would uh, definitely add to the Broncos' comeback effort. Runners taking their lead. Here's the pitch. And it's a hit to second base and goes through the second baseman. So that's going to score a couple of runs. No, actually, just one run. Scores just one run. So hit to the second baseman, goes through into the outfield. So now the score. So the score now is 8 to 4. The batter is number five, the designated hitter, Luke Stanford, who has bases loaded, so it's a great opportunity for DH to really up his status with the coach with a big hit. So bases are loaded. There is only one out. First pitch to Stanford is high for a ball. And see what Rose is going to do. A lot of hits are being made between the shortstop and third baseman. They can't hold anyone because of the simple fact that they have burned all the bases are loaded, so they have to be in their normal positioning. Next pitch is a foul back ball, so it's going to be one ball, one strike, one out, strike due to the foul. And the Broncos of Bayer have cut the Eagles' lead in half from eight runs Zero runs now is eight runs to four runs. That next pitch is followed back to the screen for a second strike. One ball, two strikes, one out. Luke Stanford, the ZH, is looking to make a difference here. Looking for a squeeze by the catcher, Manny. There's a miss, squeeze the ball, and there's a shot that's shallow. It's a shallow shot to second base. He will field it cleanly. That's caught by second baseman Jacob Phillips for the second out, and everyone, all the base runners hold smartly. That will be two outs for the – two outs against the Broncos. From the bat now is the leadoff hitter, Jacob Steele, who is – again, has bases – Loaded, so he has a great opportunity to bring in some runs for his team. All the Rose Hill defensemen are in position. No one's holding anyone. They're ready to make a play at any base, including home. First pitch is inside. Great stop by the catcher, Cliff Manning, to prevent any pass ball. So the play can be made at any base, including home. Unless, of course, Jacob Steele takes Cobb out of the park. And that would tie the game. Here's a shot that hits over the shortstop head into center field, and that's going to score two runs. And now there is now an eight to six lead cut from eight to four. Now is eight to six. 
And I believe Coach, yeah, Coach Hooper is going to pull his pitcher. <laughs> I think that he's had enough. So, Cobb goes six, excuse me, five and two-thirds innings. And we're going to take a break while the I'm going to take a break while the uh, pitcher switches out. Looks like he's going to call in number six, Ryan McWhorter. Get a different look to these batters. I'm going to take this time to recognize our sponsors. Attorney Lee Van Richardson. Attorney Lee Van Richardson is located at 1047 Austin Street in Hempstead, Texas. You can call Attorney Richardson at 979-826. 8006. That's 979-826-8006. Call attorney Lee Van Richardson for your legal needs. Also, Larry's Automotive. Larry's Automotive with address of 30540-FM-1488-in-wonderful-waller-Texas-774-84. Larry's also has 24-hour towing service. You can reach Larry at Larry's at 936-931-5566, 936-931-5566, Larry's Automotive. Also, Edmonds Insurance Agency. Edmonds Insurance Agency is located at 1202 Alliance Street in wonderful Waller, Texas, 77484, the zip code. You can reach Edmonds at 1-800-372-9122, 1-800-372-9122, Edmonds Insurance Agency. Still have Ryan McWhorter warming up on the mound, and I believe he's loose now, and we're going to, I believe, resume play. We are in the top of the sixth inning where the... Broncos, the Bears, have scored all their runs in this inning. Quite a few runs batted in against the pitcher Cobb, so smartly the coach chooses to go with a different look. That's Big Ryan McWhorter. He's going to come onto the mound and see if he can close out this effort by the Broncos. If he can stymie the effort, looks at his, is as one of, one of his base runners in the first Pitch is hit to Cobb, the shortstop, who kills it, and that's going to retire the batters. So that was a interesting inning, to say the least, for the Rose Illegal. Ryan McWhorter comes in, and in one pitch, just one pitch, right? one pitch, <laughs> closes out the inning. So not close out the inning, close out the at-bat for the Broncos. We're now going to the bottom of the bottom of the uh, sixth inning. For Rose Hill. So it looks as though Bayer is going to go for another pitcher. They're calling in number 24, Jake Jamal, who's a lefty. So Jake Jamal is going to take his place on the bump. And Rose Hill is going to call out number nine, Tyra Hermes, as the first batter. Jamal still getting warmed up. So Herman's going to watch there and try and time him. Again, you are listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. 
You can become a listening partner, partner with Open Mic Broadcast Network and help support our local and regional high school and co- college broadcast coverage. You can also donate. Feel free to donate for just $72 a year. You can help provide game coverage for this broadcast and many like this exclusively on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can go online and make your donation today. Go to www.obnradio.com, and you can also go to www.ktorradio.com. So, Open Mic Broadcast Network, live baseball coverage. The sun is out now from behind the clouds here in Tomball at Rose Hill Christian School. The lefty, Jamal, is getting warmed up. And Hermes, the number nine hitter, who also wears jersey number nine, watches as the pitcher warms up. This is the bottom of the sixth inning. It was a big sixth inning for the Bay Area Broncos. They got all six of their runs in that inning. So we now have eight runs for Roseville to six runs for Bay Area. And again, we'd like to thank you for listening. Remember, we have listening partners from here all the way to Georgia, Marietta, Georgia. Shout out to Torrey Fikes. His family listening. And we are now ready to resume play. We are in the bottom of the sixth inning of a seven inning game. Ty Hermes is going to face our the new pitcher, Jake Jamal. And we're going to see what come what may with this at bat. The Rose Hill is trying to add on to their lead that got drastically and dramatically cut into this last inning. First pitch to Hermes is a, burn, a warm burner. So first pitch of the ball. Okay, umpire. The umpire is going to have a conversation. So while they do that, again, you can become a listening partner to the Open Mic Broadcast Network for as little as $6 a month or $72 a year. For more, for more information, dial 832-213-8824. That's 832-213-8824. Or visit our website at www.obnradio.com or go to www.ktorradio.com. Okay, now we're back at play. There are now two balls to Ty Hermes. That next pitch, Jake Jamal was a strike, so we have two balls, one strike to Hermes. And he's ready for the next pitch, and it's a swing, and it's fouled back. So that's going to even account at two and two, two balls, two strikes. There are no outs, as Hermes is the first batter of this inning. And... We are looking at an 8-6 Rose Hill lead. Next pitch to Hermes. Bounces shy of the plate. And make the count, to bring the count full, three balls, two strikes. See if uh, Jamal puts it over the plate for something for Hermes to hit. Or maybe puts it just outside the plate and see if Hermes whiffs at it. Here's the pitch, and it is inside for a ball. So Hermes takes his base on balls. And now has zero. the former pitcher, Caleb Cobb, up at bat. 
And for the runner Hermes, we're gonna for the batter Hermes, we're gonna have a pinch runner number twelve, Jake Walston. The Walsons come Walston comes in to run for Hermes, and Coach is gonna have a conference on the mound with his infield and his pitcher. So we're now looking to get a break in the action from that. The sun, again, is out. It's starting to set, though. Fine deer break through the clouds. It's starting to set, so it's casting a, I guess, angled light onto the right side of the field. So we have a base runner, Jake Walston, number 12, on first base, facing a left-hand pitcher, so he's going to have to be careful. There's a pickoff attempt by the pitcher to, to the first baseman. So 24, Jake Jamal tries to pick off the base runner by pitching to, or by trying to pick him off at first to number 12, Caden Hunt. Walson did get back there successfully. In the meantime, he, Jamal made a pitch to Cobb for a ball. There's one ball, no strikes, no outs. Walson is the base runner. Cobb is the batter. Left-hand pitcher, Jamal. Makes a pitch, and it's a hit to pass the, pass the third baseman. Or a hit that's going to push Walton to second, now and Cobb gets on first. Now that's going to bring up the number two hitter, Ryan McWhorter. Ryan plays first base, but he's now pitching for the Rosehill Eagles when they play defense now. So he has two on the base pass. Here's a pitch by Jamal to McWhorter, and it is a low ball. Again, Rosehill enjoyed an 8-0 lead, but this last inning, the sixth inning, last time the uh, Broncos were at bat, they put up six runs on Cobb. Had to call, had to call him off the mound and call him McWhorter, who came in with one single pitch, got the next batter out. Because right now Rosehill is at bat. There's a 2-0 count. There are base runners at first and second. Pitch to McWhorter is a shot. Oh, that's a deep shot, folks. And that is going to center field is not going to get to it. It's going to go, it's going to go deep center. And uh, looks like Walton and Cobb are going to round third and come on home. Good hit by McWhorter. That's a deep shot. Had the center fielder running for a while. It is 387 dead center. So that was probably a 300 and. 30 shot, 336 shot, 320 shot by McWhorter. So that is going to score two. So he gets, oh. Oh, the ball goes past the center fielder and goes under a hole in the center. So the base runners are going to go back now. There's some confusion as to what happened to the that hit ball Ryan by. Correction, no pitch on the play. So number six, Rodney Porter, respect back. I'm not sure what happened, folks. I'm gonna. That was a great hit by Ben Porter, which is now voided, and I don't understand why. I'm going to look to my broadcast partners. Oh, maybe there was a balk, folks. There might have been a balk by the pitcher, which nullifies the great hit by McWhorter. Oh, my goodness. 
that was a base clearing hit, which is nullified by the ball. So now the 20, 24 Jake Jamal has now been replaced by number eight Cameron Ball. And again, that is not good for McWhorter, who had a great hit and two two runs batted in. So he's going to go back and face a new pitcher. And Walston, who was on second, goes to third. Cobb, who was on first, goes to second. And McWhorter gets another crack at it. Hopefully he does, hits it even further this time. (laughs) Wow. Crazy, crazy uh, play with the balk. Wasn't sure what happened. So, we'll take the time to recognize our sponsor, Garland Harris Jr. Realtor. Garland Harris Jr. Realtor is part of Keller Williams Metropolitan Family. He has a home office of 5050 Westheimer Road, 3200, Houston, Texas, 77056. You can reach Garland Harris Jr. Realtor at 713-621-8001. Extension 2464, that's 713-621-8001, extension 2464. Garland Harris, Jr., Realtor. Okay, I believe we're going to resume play now. And the umpire's calling two balls, no strikes on McWhorter. And so Cameron Ball is going to pick up where where Jamal left off. So we have, again, base runners at second and third. And here's a pitch to McWhorter, who hits it to third base, who's now going to freeze the runner and get McWhorter out. Of, no, the drop ball. So McWhorter is safe at first. Cobb is safe at third. And Walston scores. So McWhorter, instead of two runs batted in, McWhorter gets one ball, one uh, run batted in. So that's going to bring to, plate, to the plate the catcher number – 42, Cliff Manning. So the catcher, number 10 now for the for the uh, Broncos, gives out a caught play against the base runners. So we have runners on the corner, McWhorter and Cobb. McWhorter's going to take the steal. Catcher drops the ball. He gets there safely. So we have runners at second and third. And big Cliff Manning in the batter's box. So here's the pitch to Manning, and he's swinging and missed. One ball, one strike. And the sun is starting to set here. Don't believe it's going to hurt anyone as the field is, lo- is pointing in, in a northwesterly direction. So the only thing person be affected would be the first baseman and the right fielder if they were to look across the field, first baseman looking at third base, right field looking at left fielder. Other than that, everyone else is okay. There have since been two pitches to Manning, who is enjoying a 3-1 count, hitter's count. So next ball will be right down the middle or maybe a base on ball. We'll see. Here's the pitch to Manning. It is inside for a call strike. That brings the count full. Three balls, two strikes. There are no outs. Rose Hills managed to get two runs in this inning. So they are enjoying a 10-6 lead. That, nine, okay, 9-6 lead. And that ball, there was a ball to Manning, so he takes his base on balls to load the bases. 
number so three. So now, come to bat now is Will Hauser. Will Hauser is a freshman. He is, he did play a little short, then went to the outfield. He, he has bases loaded. There are no outs. So Hauser has a great opportunity to bring in some runs. Here's a pitch to Hauser. Low ball. So Cameron Ball is trying to definitely put it where Hauser cannot get a good look at the ball. Next pitch is Hauser right back to Cameron, and he throws home for the out, and home throws to first. Safe. Hauser makes it there safely. So that was a 1-2 play at home. One, two, put out. And that's going to bring the, to, to the plate, number 34, Mikey Josiak, who's the center fielder, making a lot of plays all over the field today for the Eagles. So the bases are still loaded, as that was a comebacker to the pitcher who went home with it. First pitch to Josiak is a nice curve from ball. Drops in for a strike. Counts 0-1. 9-6 lead. Eagles over the Broncos. Next pitch is a pitch that is foul right of the field. So that's going to be no balls and two strikes. Here is one out. Cameron Ball trying to get himself out of a bind. Get yourself way out of this. He has bases loaded. He has a hitter up, and he has, there's only one out. That hitter swings, and looks as though he got him out. He swung and missed, folks. The ball gets himself out of a bind. He has one more batter to face. Bases are loaded. Rose only has a three-run lead. So, see if ball can get the next batter, which is Joseph Duran out. Duran has been playing... Right field, and he watches the first ball drop, first pitch drop in for a strike. Nice curve. So number eight pitching to number eight, number eight pitcher, number eight batter. There is here's a shot. Oh, Duran, who's going to go to right back to the pitcher for the third out. So Ball does a great job, masterful job of getting himself out of the bind. Rosefield left quite a few base runners on. And uh, we're going to the top of the seventh inning. So this will be the last at bat for the Broncos. And um, let's see if they can get three more runs in to tie it or one more run to go ahead. So it will be a 10-9 a lead if they get four runs. No. We're working on it. So we are we're trying to get our scoreboard right and back on the bump will be will be Ryan McWhorter. And we'll try and go one, two and three against these Broncos of Bay Area. So McWhorter is gonna take his Warm-up pitches. You are listening to live high school baseball on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, coming to you from Tom Ball, Texas. 
at a beautiful Rose Hill Christian Field located behind the school. The school is located at 19830 FM 2920 in Tomball. That's the west half of Tomball. And we're enjoying some baseball, great weather. The Broncos of Bay Area drove up to, uh, through downtown Houston on the way to Tomball and are here now, and they're complete, competing pretty tenaciously against these road illegals, or as Dr. Prince likes to call the angry birds. This is the last bad opportunity for the Broncos, unless they tie or go ahead, and then the Eagles will get a chance to get their last at bat. But right now, the score is 9-6. to six. And here's the first pitch by McWhorter to the batter, uh, Smith, or a strike. Well, Matthew Smith in the batter's box takes his first strike from McWhorter. McWhorter was the first baseman. He is now coming to pitch, and it deals another strike. He's dealing. McWhorter goes to pitch. Joseph Duran comes in to cover first base, and the pitcher, Cobb, goes to short. So here's two pitches, two strikes. Here's next pitch by McWhorter. Goes just outside the grasp of the catcher. So one ball, two strikes to Matthew Smith. The Broncos are trying to come back. There's a nice, oh, no, did not drop in. That looked like that dropped from here, folks. Did not. So that's going to be two balls, two strikes. My depth perception seems to be off. Next pitch is a ball that's going to bring the count full. Three balls, two strikes. So McWhorter tries to come back and get him after having to enjoy an 0-2 count. Now he's coming back, and there's a hit by the Smith to the center fielder. Josiah calls everyone off, puts his glove up, and makes the catch. So good pitching and good catch, good fielding by the Eagles of Rosefield. So that's one down. There are two outs. I mean, there are um, one down, two outs to go for Rosefield. If you're a Bronco, you're looking for three runs, possibly four, or be a go-ahead run. Next batter is Daniel Hopper, number nine. Takes his first ball from McWhorter. Ball was high in the strike zone. Hopper's had some success at the, on the mound and definitely at the plate. The next pitch is inside, turns away from it. And the catcher, Manny, wants to have a word with his pitcher, McWhorter. And Hopper prepares himself in the box for what comes next. Okay. There are two balls, no strikes. There is one out. Compliments of the center fielder, Josiak. Okay, the next pitch is a ball. So our three balls, no strikes. Hitters count. Hitters count. So Hopper can watch this one. He can swing away. I don't know if the coach gave the green light. He watches it right down the middle for a 3-1 count. When you have a 3-0 count, you have some balls to play with. You have to swing it the next pitch. And here's the next pitch, speaking with Joe, which is high. So that's going to be a a walk. I mean, where it walks 
the batter. And um, next batter up is going to be number eight, Cameron Ball. Ball just came off the mound, pitching for the for the uh, Broncos. He gets a signal from his coach, and the right-hand pitcher faces the left-hand batter. Here's the pitch. It's low. Looks like Hopper wants to steal. We have a first baseman now. Joseph Durant holding him on, keeping him honest. He digs in, literally digs into the turf. And here's the next pitch from McGuire right down the middle for a strike. The one ball, one strike, one out. Top of the sixth, top of the seventh inning. The last regulation at bat for the Broncos. As they go going extra inning. Here's a swing, I mean a steal. Swing and foul back, so... That was a steal attempt by Hopper, nullified by the foul ball from Ball. Ball fouls the ball backwards. McWhorter now eyes his lead runner. Here's a pitch. And it is, oh, it's popped out of the catcher's glove, and that runner is going to go to second base, standing up. So there's going to be two balls, two strikes. One out, there's a runner in scoring position. Runner being Daniel Hopper. Cameron Ball looks to knock him around, possibly knock him in. On deck for the Broncos is number two, Josh Rasko. Next pitch is high, and that's going to bring the count full. Three balls, two strikes, one out. Three, two, one. Three balls, two strikes, one out. McWhorter looks to gather himself and come back and get this batter. Ball looks to put the ball in play. McWhorter eyes his lead pitcher, comes in, and there's a hit to foul. Goes just foul of the first baseline. So that was a shot. Hopper goes back to second base. We might have a battle here between the pitcher, McWhorter, and the batter, Ball. But the count is full, so there's no room to play with. Here's the next pitch. It is high, so that's going to be a walk. So it's going to be batters at, runners at first and second. The batter is number two, Josh Rasko. And the coach wants to have a conversation with McWhorter. And so does Enfield. So they all have a quick session, words of encouragement. And again, this game was lopsided initially, folks, but the Broncos have proven their mettle by coming back. It is now a 9-6 to game. Rose Hill still has a lead. However, the Broncos have runners at first and second, and there's only one out. Up to bat for them is number two, third baseman Josh Rasko. And the Rose Hill Eagles decide their strategy on how to get out batter Rasko. Batcher Rasko. Okay, here we go. We're going to resume play now. 
Brass goes up in the box. Recorder eyes his lead runner at second. Here's the pitch. Right down the middle strike. The uh, lead runner, Hopper, is taking a healthy lead off the second. Doesn't seem to be worried about the shortstop. Here's the pitch. Right down the middle. Hit to shortstop for a, he's about to be a double power two. And is not it. So second, the play is made from Cobb to Phillip at second for the second out. So now we have runners on the corner. That's going to be the batter who just came out of the box. That's going to be ball at first. And it's going to be Hopper at third. So Cliff Manning, the catcher, gives his infield the strategy. And Ryan McWhorter, the pitcher, is going to face the batter now, number one, Jackson Collins. Here's a pitch right down the middle for a strike. There are two outs now. This third out will close out the game unless uh, Jackson Collins has something different to say about that. He has a chance to knock some of his runners in with a big hit. McWhorter eyes his base runners. Here's a pitch. Runner first does take a pitch, does take uh does take second on a steal and Rose Hill now has base runners. Excuse me, Bayer has base runners at second and third with Jackson Collins, a chance to knock them in. Here's a pitch and it's a popped up to the catcher. Looks that might be the ball game, folks. Cliff Manny makes a catch and that is the ball game. So that's going to close out today's game. Looked to be a lopsided game, but, man, did those Bay Area Broncos battle back. And that's going to – we're going to go ahead and um, wrap up today's game. You have to listen to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We had the Broncos from the Bay Area – come all the way up to Tomball for turn out to be an exciting baseball game. They were down by eight runs. They battled back, getting all their runs in the sixth inning. The uh, Rose Hill players, uh, Rose Hill coach decided to call in another pitcher, that being Ryan McWhorter, who comes in and closes everything out. So the final score will be nine to six. Eagles of Rose Hill, victorious over the Broncos of Bay Area. A lot of fans made the trip from Bay Area all the way up. And we're going to have the coaches speak with their players. We're going to see if coach, head coach Robert Cooper is interested in coming up and speaking with us about today's game and see if he has offers some insight. We're missing a couple of players. I'm sure you can get insight into that predicament. And again, you listen to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, founded in 2002 by Dr. Michael Prince, as a way of uniting the community, student athletes, and the families they serve. And we want to thank you for listening. I believe Coach Cooper is going to come up and do an interview. So we'll buy some time while he 
makes his way up here. Rosehill did win state. The taps, the are taps to a state chance from last year. Have a healthy showing of the class of 2018, which are all juniors this year. I make up the lion's share of the team. And we want to definitely give props, propers to the Bayer Broncos who came roaring back or galloping back. They're the, they're the Broncos. They came galloping back and put some concern in the Rosefield players and coaches. But again, we have final score nine to three. Bear has a six inning, six run, six inning. A lot of hits between the shortstop and third. A lot of key hits, timely hits. But the uh, rural seed was ready to prevail. We have okay. we have Coach Cooper on it making his way up. We're going to ask him a series of questions. So please continue to listen as we get the inside scoop from Coop. That's what I need to call that. The scoop from Coop. Join us. Join us now. It looks like we have. Coach Cooper, we will get the inside scoop from Coop. So, Coach Cooper, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Great victory today. Was interesting game. Want to tell us about what you saw today, Coach? Um, well, we came out. Our offense was was pretty good. They made a lot of errors, unlike the area, but they they made a bunch of errors. But we we capitalized on them. And then for the first five innings, Caleb Cobb was just money to just deal. And uh, I was trying to stretch him out a little bit. He's kind of been limited to between 45 and 50 pitches, and uh, I think he got up there in the 50s and just got a little bit tired. And it's a good team. It's a, it's a 4A team, so they went to the state finals last year in the 4A level. No, in the 3A last year. So they're a good team. They can swing a little bit. I think Caleb just got a little bit tired. Uh, but I thought our defense was excellent. I mean, all six runs, I think, were, were off singles. Not, I think maybe they hit one double. They just hit the ball where we weren't quite a bit, so. But then Ryan came in and really dealt for the last four hours. He really did a good job, considering he's not even really a pitcher. So that was good. I thought our pitching was good. Even though we gave up six, that's okay. Yes, sir. And you're right about those six. I was amazed from up here. A lot of hits were going in the hole, like between short and third. And there's a lot of timely hits and well-placed balls. I don't know if that was, you know, just good hitting or I don't know. But we uh, well, two things. First, one of the things we've been working on in our infield is to dive more for the ball, keep the ball in the, in, in the infield. Because if you dive for it and keep it in the infield, you'll prevent the guy from third from scoring. So that's one thing we've been working on. Yes, sir. And we didn't do a great job in the last inning on that. And then, uh, um, and we are missing two starting infielders right now, so we're short. So, which is okay. I mean, we got some, some other guys getting a chance to play. Ty Rooney is, is, is battling a groin injury at third, so he's a little. He's a little, not slow, but he can't really cover the ground that he would normally. But uh, although in the first 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 hit of the game, he came in on a slow roll and just gunned him, guy out at first. So. Yes, sir. But we are, Zach's not here, Cash isn't here, and they're, they're two of our starting infielders. So, but all in all, you know what, a victory is a victory. Yes, sir. Well, this is spring break, so again, you did mention missing a couple of players. What do you, you're going to start district play very soon, so what are your 
What are you setting your sights on as far as? Um, in district, it's fine. You know, every game we've played up till now is, doesn't really, I mean, it does matter, but it's not, it doesn't count for your playoff standards. So really, typically what happens in district is you really lock it down. You lock it down with usually nine or ten position players, two or three pitchers, because you're playing Tuesday, Friday, so you get time to rest. And then, uh, you know, um, so so I think we, I think I have a good idea of what, what our team looks like right now. Um, we're still not hitting very well. I think that'll come around. Uh, Ryan, who hasn't been hitting great, gets up and crushes the ball in the center field's head and the walk is called. Sir, I, call, I, I mentioned that very thing. I said, what a great hit by McWord. I didn't understand what was going on. And then I realized, okay, balk, balk, and that just negated everything he did. That was a great hit over that center field's head, like you stated. It used to be, the rule used to be that when a balk was called, the offense had the option of staying with the play that happened after the balk or taking the balk. Um, so in the old rule, we obviously would take a double, two-run score. But the new rule is the dead ball once the umpire calls the ball. So um, I was talking to one of the umpires with that and said he really preferred the old rule, which I, I would agree with him. But, uh, um, but that, that's the way the rule is, so that's why it came back. And then we could have scored a bunch more in that inning, but we had two good, nice hit balls, but there were one hoppers right back to the pitcher. Yes, sir. The pitcher made it right yes, sir. Well, I would. I did take notice of your, your freshman, your phenomenal freshman, you know, they're making a lot of plays. We have uh, Will Hauser made some plays at short, and he got some good hits and good base running. And then you had Jake Walson get in there and base run a little bit. So it looks like you have some uh, – Yeah, Will is – Will's a freshman, but he's a freshman in day moment. He's bigger. He's, 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 I mean, he's wiry, but he's strong. I mean, you can see he hits the ball over the left fielder's head. Yes, sir. Um and he's really, it's funny because he seems like he's more comfortable at shortstop than he's in left field, which doesn't make any sense to me as a you know, shortstop. But he does a nice job. He comes in on a lot of balls. Yes, and in high school, you know, we're not playing major league baseball. You can come in on both of the balls as a shortstop. So, yeah, he's done a good job because it's a good option over there because our two other shortstops, which are Caleb and Zach, they both pitch. And when one of them is on the mound, and, you know, so it just gives us, it gives us some flexibility over on that side of the field. And I, thought, and I think Jacob Phillips, Two games in a row, he's done a pretty good job over there at second. You know, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, you know, we got to play good defense once we get it. We're not going to hit the ball every single game. So, but, so yeah, I thought, well, Will's doing well. If we can get Jake Walton to grow a little bit, we'll be doing it. Would you say your, your strength would be the versatility of your players? Um, we're, we're athletic. Uh, we're not quite as athletic as we were last year, so we'll get guys like Cash and Zach.
So, yeah, so we'll be back out. We're playing a long-time, long-time rival, Commonwealth Covenant, tomorrow. So that was a, that's a rematch in the state championship game last year. So, awesome. That should prove to be exciting. Well, thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. Congratulations on today's victory, and see you next time. Thanks. <laughs> All right, that concludes today's broadcast of the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Thank you again for your listenership. Remember, you can always go to www.obnradio.com or www.ktorradio.com and feel free to subscribe or just become a listening partner. We're bringing you live baseball here in Tomball, Texas at Rose Hill Christian. Thank you for your listenership and thank you for this opportunity to, to broadcast. Take care. We'll, we'll be back on air tomorrow at 4 p.m. Thank you. Have a good night. God bless you.